there's this like rock that goes almost straight down and it ends in a flat that was sand so i come up along this rock and i look at it and i was like i was like nope so i got off and walked my bike down and sat underneath the shade and went waited for kenny to show up and he comes over here barely hesitates and just goes straight down the bike and the the tire like lands in the sand and kenny flips over the handlebars <laughs> Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on-the-road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your hosts, Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. I wonder how many other podcasters struggle with the intro part. Hopefully a lot, and it's not just us. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've started this thing like 10 times. (laughs) And you'll never know what we said before this. And it's so hard to introduce your guests when your guests are yourselves. Yeah, that's probably why it's more difficult. Because <laughs> it's so. just us and we don't have anything much to say about us. Well, we have a lot to say about us. We better because we're doing a whole podcast on us. We are? Well, kind of. Not really but, on us, but like about us. Okay, so maybe we were thinking that because everybody else is kind of, well, maybe not everybody else, but a lot of people are at home right now, like just bored um, and not doing a whole lot. We're not. We're always working. Um, I think we're working too much because we're not traveling. <laughs> but It feels like we're working too much because we are used to being somewhere new quite frequently because we travel a lot and we our breaks consist of going outside and riding a mountain bike or hiking or whatever, even though we are doing a lot of, you know, at least getting out and walking around and stuff. I've never been running as much as I've been before. This much, yeah. Yeah, like every morning I get up and I go for a run, and sometimes I drag Kenny's lazy ass with me. Oh, I hate running. But there's no mountain biking trails around here. Around here is fully Alabama. There are coffee shops, though. There are no mountain biking trails. But there's coffee shops, so at least I can run to a coffee shop, and then... That's my excuse to walk back so I don't spill the coffee. We're probably lucky that there aren't <laughs> any breweries close enough to run to. Oh, boy, that would be... Yeah, we're yeah, lucky. that would be bad, probably, because we would probably go broke trying to support those breweries. Because <laughs> we're already going broke supporting <laughs> the two that are around here, which are Fairhope Brewing. Fairhope Big Beach Brewing. Big Beach. Yeah, we're about 15 miles from the Gulf. But what I was saying, though, is like, so... Yeah, so we've been running. Um, thank goodness we're not running a lot to breweries. There's not a lot of breweries <laughs> around here because that's would break us, like we're Kenny was saying. Drinking plenty of beer. We though. are drinking beer, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we also thought it'd be kind of fun just to chat you and me. So yeah, it's been interesting because we are, I think, going a little stir crazy. Probably like most people. I think we're going stir crazy a little bit, even though it's not bad. I mean, we don't have it bad. We were at my brother's house, my brother and his nephew, or not his nephew, our nephew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we have dinner outside a lot of times around a fire. And we do. got to spend a lot of good time together and, you know, with with my brother who I don't typically see that often because he lives in Alabama and we're more... For years, we lived in Colorado. Now we're wherever, but we've got to spend a lot of time with him, which is kind of cool in a way. I think what makes it hard, though, is Rafe. And for those of you that don't know Rafe, Rafe's our camper. But Rafe is, like, literally right, literally in his backyard, in Garrett's backyard. 
And so I, and I can turn around right now and look out the window and there's Rafe parked where he's been for like over two weeks. And for us, that's very strange. Not to mention that before we came here, we were in one place for about a month um, because we were going to be at the RVE Summit, which a lot of you guys know about. So I guess you can tell that we're a little stir-crazy, like uh, Kenny was saying. So we decided, I don't know, we were trying to figure out what we should do for a podcast. And I got this crazy-ass idea that we should like come up with five different questions that neither of us know what questions we're going to be asking. And so like maybe we'll be entertaining. Maybe we'll not. <laughs> we won't be entertaining. Who are you asking these questions to? I'm going to ask you a question. Me? Yes. And you have no idea what question I'm asking. Oh, crap. And then you're going to answer, and then you're going to ask me a question, and I have no idea what you're going to ask i was supposed to have questions ready yes you're supposed to have questions ready he's lying he totally has questions okay ready. i have one i have one i have one all right you want to start what's your favorite sex position no <laughs> that's not the question you're supposed to be asking oh okay this is not a porn podcast ah, that would probably do really well no <laughs> <laughs> i need a beer <laughs> here thank you drink <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 You, are you, do you have questions for me? I do have questions. All right. Let's for just you. start. What questions do you so have? So my first question is a very serious question. Oh shit. What is your favorite mountain biking experience? And this is ever, not just with me or since we've hit the road or whatever, but just what's your favorite mountain biking experience that you've ever had, and for whatever reason? Can I have two of them? Well, it's our podcast, so no, you cannot. You must pick one. No. It's our podcast, so yes, I can. I think yes, you can. Okay. Um, I, I think fold easy. <laughs> he does fold pretty easy. I can just fold them in half and do whatever I want with them. Oh, yeah, this isn't porn. It's not the sexual position question. It is back <laughs> to mountain biking. Favorite mountain biking experience? I-, I hope you guys think that we're as entertaining as we think we are. I want you to answer the damn question. Damn, okay, I'm answering the question. Um... The first one that came to mind was definitely in Moab, which you guys probably all heard that story, but if you haven't, um, we one of the first true times that we both went mountain biking uh, was for our 20th anniversary, um, wedding anniversary was a couple years ago, and we went to Moab for the first time mountain biking. 20 years ago when we got married, we went to Moab, knew nothing about mountain biking, and just went hiking. So, um, well, we knew how to pedal. Mountain biking. This is my answer. Shut up. Okay. So we decided, um, since Kenny had just gotten a mountain bike, and I had a mountain bike that I had kind of maybe ridden a couple of trails on, not really a lot, that we decided we should go to Moab to try mountain biking for the very first time. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Um, so our, what was our first trail? It was... Um, slick Rock. Yeah, Slick Rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Any experienced mountain bikers out there that know Slick Rock? No, you guys are insane. And when was it? <laughs> oh, June. June. Early June. Hot. Wait, and to even get that even better, it was noon. So when we pull up to Slick Rock, there is literally nobody else in the parking lot. And so we're like, are we, sure. should we not be here? Are we in the right spot? Like, are we doing something wrong? Is it closed? And I think it was because it was June, it was noon, and it was over 100 degrees. But we only did the training loop which was i don't remember how many miles long it was like four or five miles okay 
But at least we did that because that was hard enough as it was. And I think one of my favorite parts of that, though, is we did okay on it. Um, we got some advice and things from some other people that were actually there. But we did fine a on it. A group of teenagers. Fine. <laughs> but what was really funny is there was this one spot, and I can't explain it. I'm going to have to try and explain it um, that you can't see. But there's this, like, rock that goes almost straight down. And it ends in a flat that was sand. So I come up along this rock and I look at it and I was like, I was like, nope. So I got off and walked my bike down and sat underneath the shade and went, waited for Kenny to show up. And he comes over here, barely hesitates and just goes straight down the bike. And the, the tire like lands in the sand and Kenny flips over the handlebars <laughs> and then comes up. He was perfectly fine, but comes up with this face full of like red dirt because he's sweating too. So he's basically taking a shower now in red dirt like a dusty red sand yeah so that was that was definitely a favorite one plus we ended that with our favorite worst beer story um i don't know if we have time to tell that one but probably not you're going on awfully long for having five questions to answer and you have two answers to the first question fine you'll just have to look that one up on our website our favorite (laughs) worst beer or read the show notes and we'll tell you more about it or ask us and we'll tell you about our favorite worst beer because that's a whole other story in that one, too. The second one, though, was um, going to Buffalo Creek in Colorado with a group of um, these kick-ass mountain bikers and just spending the weekend up there. It was fall. It was October. And it was just one of the first times that I felt like I knew kind of what I was doing with the mountain bike and that I felt like I kind of belonged. So I think that was probably, like, one of my favorite times, too, is doing this, like, I think it was a 13-mile loop and doing it pretty well and staying caught up with these guys. That was a so. Bell Joyride group? Yeah. Okay. And so that, like, I just, like, it was awesome. And just taking our time and drinking tequila and drinking stuff and camping and <laughs> hanging out and, like, going on a bike ride. And it was camp- it was in the middle of Colorado wilderness. It was gorgeous. Like, that's bike riding, mountain biking. It's my turn to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. This is very different then. What was your favorite uh, band when you were in high school? My favorite band? And why? In high school. Uh, probably my overall favorite band in high school was Metallica. Okay, what, really? Yeah, probably what so. What year were you in high school? What year was I in yes. high school? Uh-huh. I was in there high school for a few years. I did all four of them. All right, smart. <laughs> smart ass. Uh, so I was in high school from, uh, like, 84 to 88 or okay. whatever. Why is Metallica your favorite? I'm... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's probably just that at that time, it was something very different, very new. And it was just really heavy, hard driving stuff. And I think that fit just being a teenage boy. Damn, we're old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, Metallica is an 80s band. They have, All their albums are like, you know, like Ride the Lightning and Kill Em All and master of puppets all those big ones came out in the early 80s i don't know i mean it's just good hard driving music that i i really enjoyed and i don't know i guess that's what i fell into with my friends and stuff so so i have a follow-up question to that one what band caused you to dress up in uh spandex in high school because that sure as hell wasn't Metallica. Yes, he dressed You're up in... You're not supposed to be outing me on stuff. Jeez. Dress, dress up in spandex and bandanas around the leg and long hair. Dude, he was in the 80s. That was probably more like Motley Crue and Rat 
and those bands because there were those were favorite bands too but um yeah i was i mean those were probably favorites a little bit pre-metallica for me before you knew better before i learned better yeah yeah okay all right so moving on moving on let's see next question what do you think of garden gnomes I want to know what you think of garden gnomes. <laughs> it's a legitimate question. I don't think of them. How about that? <laughs> you don't have any thoughts about garden gnomes? There's one in the yard here. They belong Garrett in... has a garden gnome. They belong in the yard? <laughs> That's all you think. They're not cool, creepy, whatever. Okay, I think Kenny came up with this question because he was on a time crunch and he was like, oh shit, I'm supposed to come up with some questions for April. No, I wanted to have good questions. (laughs) I don't know what to do with that question. My answer is, I don't think of garden gnomes. Okay, your turn. Period. Your turn. Fine. That's a legitimate answer. Who's on your laminated list? Oh, crap. And explain laminated list for those non-friends peoples. Okay, laminated list refers to an episode of Friends where the Ross and everybody were coming up with laminated a laminated list of five people that they were allowed to get basically a free pass from their significant other. If they ever ran into these five, I think they had to be famous people, right? Or were they just five people? Probably five famous people. Probably five famous people. That you could have a laminated list. And you get to do it with them. Of five famous people that you were allowed to have a free pass with to do it with if you ever ran into those people and had the opportunity. You could also call it a hall pass. Hall pass. For those of you that watch the TV show This Is Us. Oh, okay. Because that was an episode as well. So whether you call it a hall pass or a laminated (sighs) list, Kenny. Okay. Wait, i got to come up with my list now. I gotta do this on the spot in like seconds. Bam! Or we, or this podcast just goes over the rails, and it'll be mayhem. It'll be madness. All I was trying to say is Kenny. Yeah. Who's on your laminated list? Oh, okay. Um, Shakira. Of course. Is still on my laminated list. Probably Marissa Tomei. Hmm. So I think I know most of these answers. Uh, However, he changes them every once in a while. So that's why I had to ask this question again. That's because I peel the laminate off and then I rewrite it and then I relaminate the list. He actually has one of these in his wallet. (laughs) You've been going through my wallet? (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Okay, Marissa, tell me, Shakira. Wow. This is on the spot because I haven't thought of this in a while. Because I had a list and I'm not allowed to look at my list, right? Um, Probably Helen Hunt. Still? I think so, yeah. Okay. I like Helen Hunt a lot. Who else? Jeez, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a very tough one. Okay, well, you can come back. You have two more. I have two more. You want to come back to it? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Okay, next question. What is the best thing to happen to you since the pandemic restrictions went into place? Oh, damn. Since this whole thing started, like, back in... Like, for us, we just kind of started hearing about things in early March and then they started limiting groups and then everything went to lockdown. I don't but like, what's the best thing that's happened? I don't like time? that question because I like to bitch about it. 
I know, but there's been good things that have happened during this, right? But that makes... It's not I like mean, everything that's happened has been bad. It's just we're just frustrated and limited on stuff like everybody, but a lot of good things happen. I agree. But at the same time, I, I think I'm, for the most part, a positive person, but sometimes I like to bitch about stuff instead. And so now you're forcing me to think something positive about this. <laughs> you normally think a lot of positive things, though. I know. And you always look for the positive out of a shitty situation, so... Okay, ask the question again. What is, like, the best thing that's happened for you during this whole lockdown time, this whole pandemic It's not a lockdown. Whatever it is. Whatever you want to call it. I don't care what the terminology is at this point. I'm I'm over being mad about that for the moment. (laughs) I'll be mad about it again later, but... (laughs) I think it's because I've been in one spot for a while, whether it's Gunnersville for a month or now here in Foley for um, a little over two weeks, that I've been forced to think of my own way to exercise and stay active. Um, And I'm kind of getting more back into that. So I think for like a personal thing, that's it, because that's why I'm running almost every day now or trying to do some kind of exercise every day. And I don't have the gym. Like you would think it would have been easier before before the pandemic because we can go to a gym like anywhere um but i'm focusing more on finding places to go outside when so many other people seem to focus on the fact that they're not supposed to quotes go outside so i think that's true to my personality people say don't go outside even though that's not a rule from the pandemic (laughs) But because of that... It is in some places. It's not a rule. Well, not... It's not a rule that you're not supposed to go not outside. Not to go... Uh, true, true. Limit. Just limit. So yeah. I think okay. in my brain it says, you can't go outside. So my brain says, fuck you, I'm going outside. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably kind of it. So like I'm focusing more on being outside a lot. And being in Foley right now, the weather is gorgeous. So there's still a couple areas open where you can kind of go hiking, where we've gone a couple times to go hiking in this wildlife refuge area. Um, I'm running a decent amount. Well, the other day we went to Fairhope and did some takeout and walked along the water. Um, So even when you can't go on beaches, there's still ways to get outside, to see the water, to do things, to just to still be outside. That's such a rambling answer, but I don't know how else better to say it. But you're outside pretty much a lot of the time because you work outside now too a lot. Since it's nice here, you're actually sitting outside when you're working and and actually when you have lunch and when you're reading and you're outside quite a bit yeah and well and i'm outside even <laughs> before just out this in the backyard or whatever but but even before yeah. this i was still outside but i think yeah. it makes me appreciate even more that just to be outside so i guess i can say the whole i don't want to sound like typical like everybody else but it's true like i appreciate more of the outside I appreciate more of being able to just go out and enjoy a dinner outside, even though we're not going out to a restaurant. I appreciate that we take the time at the end of every day to go outside with whoever's with us, usually just like my brother-in-law and my nephew, or, and we'll just go sit outside and we relax and have a good time. And we did that in Gunnersville too. We would work all day. At the end of the day, we would go outside, we'd do a bike ride, we'd do a hike ride, we'd do a hike ride, we'd do a, a bike ride. ride, we would do a hike, we would do a run, and then we would gather up with the people that we were with at that time and enjoy good food and enjoy good drinks. And I think that's what I'm still going to take out of this when we're done, too, is it doesn't matter where you're at, 
you can still take the time to enjoy a good meal and a good drink. And most of the times our good drinks are good beer. So it just kind of renewed your appreciation for some pretty simple things. Yeah, that was a very long-winded answer to that. And I just (laughs) repeated it in two seconds. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Thank you. Get the fuck outside. (laughs) Okay, question. (laughs) My question. Because I still haven't figured my laminated list thing. Okay. All right, I have. Okay, so what's the least important thing that's very important to you? What's the least important thing that's very important to me? Do you need more clarification on that, or do you understand? It's kind of like best worst beer, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll go with that. Something that's not overly important in the scheme of things, but is important to me. Right. That's a difficult one to just come up off the top of my head. Yeah, it's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, because I guess to a lot of people... Like, like for instance, when we buy, we go out, well, when we could go out to a brewery or, or even now when we bring a beer from the store home or whatever, like we try new stuff all the time. And it's very important to me to like savor that beer and like smell it and like really, I mean, granted, I'll, I'll drink a beer, but when it's a something new to me, I'm almost always like smelling it and then getting a taste of it and everything before I just full on drink it. And that's something that's really important to me. That's probably not that big of a deal in the overall scheme of the world and to most other people. It's true. Last night we just I'm a beer we, geek. Last night we made fish tacos. We sat outside. <laughs> it was just it was seriously though. It was just you and me. Yeah. We were done working. We didn't have any special plans, but we specifically made fish tacos, had two beers that we were super excited about. We sat outside at a table and actually had a dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, But I took a drink of the beer. It was um, like a Cezanne. I can't remember the name of it. Um, the, The White Blackbird. Yeah. The White Blackbird was the name of the beer, and it was a Belgio... Belgian... Belgio, Frank, and... Belgio? Bel... I can't even remember how they listed it on the side, but basically it's a Belgian-French saison. Yeah, so I took took a drink of it, and he... Kenny was excited for it, so he took the glass from me and actually did the whole proper smelling thing. (laughs) When we weren't doing anything with tasting or smelling or talking about beers, we literally were just going to eat dinner and drink a beer. just for us. And so he did. He put his hand like over the glass. (laughs) You can't see me. I'm actually doing it. He put his hand like (laughs) over the glass and swirled it and then actually just sat there and totally, he was completely involved in that beer. He was having a love affair with that beer. (laughs) I have a love affair with that. So I didn't mean to take over your answer, but I wanted people to understand that that's, yeah, that's totally what you would do. It it is probably a, a small thing in the scheme of things for most people, or, or inconsequential to most people, or stupid to most people. But to me, it is kind of a big deal. I it's just because I enjoy beer so much, and I like to, I don't know, I just like to know more everything I can about beer. So, of all the places we've been since we launched full time in RV. If you had to choose one of those for us to settle down in, and it has to be a place that we've been, if you had to pick one, what would it be? And not because of me or whatever, that's your choice. Um, so, yeah, what's your choice as far as... It has to be a place we've been, not a place we want to go or a place we plan to go. 
has to be a place we have been so far. If you had to say, like, okay, there's going to be a pandemic and you have to sit in one place. Okay, forget, scratch that, <laughs> scratch that. So just say you have to pick a place to live. <laughs> no restrictions. <laughs> just a place you want to live that we've been. To settle down, and meaning for like, the say, rest of our lives? Well, I don't know about the rest of our lives, but say you had to pick a place that we were going to live for the next year or two years or whatever it turns out being. We needed to settle down for a while for whatever reason. Does it I have, just wanted to. Does it have to be a place that we've been in the last couple of years that we've been RVing or any time that we've been together? RVing. Oh, damn it. Why? Because it's too easy. Otherwise, I know your answer to that one. <laughs> What's my answer if it was anywhere we've been? Anywhere we've been, you would probably pick Italy. Okay, choose. You got that. All right. So he knows me. All right. So in the last <laughs> couple of years that we've been RVing, um, I would have... I, I don't know. I can't choose, I think, between maybe somewhere in Colorado, like Steamboat Springs, for example, or Whitefish, Montana. Ooh, yeah, um, those are both great places. Very similar places. Very similar places. And so I would probably say Whitefish first... Because there's, I mean, there's snowboarding right there. There's a couple of breweries right there. We could probably open a brewery there because it could probably handle another brewery. Bonsai Brewing is right oh, there. Oh, yeah. One of the breweries closed there, too. And Bonsai Brewing's right there. And oh, yeah. those guys are awesome. They would probably totally help us open a brewery if we wanted <laughs> <Probably> to. Probably <laughs> so, yeah. There's mountain biking trails galore. There's water. There's lakes. It's just stunning. Um, and it does get very, very cold there, but there's snowboarding there, so that helps. You just described Steamboat as well. <laughs> That's why I also said Same exact thing. They could steamboat. probably pick another brewery. We'd probably have help there. There's mountain biking. There's snowboarding. There's cold. There's hiking. There's water. Everything. And that's why I almost said Steamboat might be the better place because hmm. Steamboat Springs is also closer to all the people that we love and call family and call home. Well, most of the people that we love and call family and call home. True. Because home's Colorado. So, <laughs> that, yeah. That's true. I think it, I get it. Yeah. as of right now, it'd be Whitefish or Steamboat. So if I had to pick one, maybe I would have to pick Steamboat Springs. Okay. Well, Did that okay. help? All right. Yeah. But wait, I have, okay. Back at you. Because believe it or not, that question was also you can't see my you can't see my notes, but that question was on my uh, questions for you too, Kenny. So. Same question. Back at you. Places we've been. It's hard for me to pick something different because, I mean, that's what we love to do is uh, you know get out and hike and mountain bike and go to breweries. Yeah, I can't pick a different place because I love both those places. We've we've mountain biked at both of them. We've hiked. We've breweried. Um, we haven't snowboarded at Whitefish yet. Or Although there's Springs. a mountain there. We did? Yeah, we did. Oh, yes, we did. Oh, my gosh. Duh. We've been to Steamboat a couple, couple of times. times. So, yeah. I guess Steamboat's one up just because we've snowboarded there, too. And or it's maybe close. it's one down because we haven't in Whitefish <laughs> and that's something that we want to explore. That's true. So, But it's good to be on the same page, I suppose, when we're traveling together and plan Gosh. on doing that for a lot longer. All right. Because we do play that game a lot. We're like, could we live here? Right, we each have one we more question. We do, but that one is not a question we planned with each other. We actually haven't really talked about that in quite a while. Mm -hmm. We have one more question each. Make a good one. Out of all the beers in the world, what beer would you say most closely matches your personality? <laughs> I love that one. Dude, 
there's so there's such a reason why we're together. Let me Are you me. kidding me? You can't have the same. It's not the exact can, same, but it's very okay, very well, similar. I have a bonus question I could do okay, too. So, so no, tell me your question again. I'm just laughing. Out of all of... the beers in the world, you Shit. can pick one specific like beer by name and brewery if you want, or just a style of beer, however you want to do it. What beer or type of beer best match do you think best matches your personality my personality yeah like if you were a beer if your personality was a beer uh, what beer would it be i need or some what hints. beer best pairs with your personality overall personality not just like not just when you're happy or when you're sad or this or that not like that what ma- what's an april beer a beer that everybody would go oh yeah that beer's april so there might be some beer connoisseurs out there who might attack me for this, but this is just the way that I'm thinking of Saison's. Okay. Is because when I very first had a Saison, I think, if I remember correctly, it was at, what's a brewery in downtown Denver? Lowdown Kitchen and Brewery. And it was one of the first times that I really had a Saison that I was like, what is this and why is it so good? And I remember really liking it and I can't, explain why but to me there was these different like flavors and spices in there and it was like spicy but it was really crisp and so like maybe that could be me because sometimes I have this like spicy attitude and it's really crisp and I can be like very brusque and very kind of in your face sometimes without meaning to be other times when I've had saisons they're more of a sour so more maybe like the wild fermented types does that sound right that Sounds about like you, yeah. That they're more like Bipolar. a sour that I really kind of <laughs> don't like so much. But they have that wild kind of taste to them. And sometimes I like to think that maybe I have that wild kind of adventure to me. And to me, when I think of Saison's, I never find one that is always the same. They're sometimes wild and fermented very differently and almost a sour. And then they're sometimes kind of just mellow and crisp. And, and like, yeah, that's it. When I was thinking of that question, that's the beer I was thinking of. <laughs> what I was thinking was the very much the same thing okay. that you said, because Saison's range from some of them are kind of tart. I don't think that's something that most Saison's really should be, but like you said, the wild ones a little bit yeah. and stuff have a little tartness to them. But then you have the nice dry champagne-y ones, that, and then you have the spicy peppery ones and you have the belgian yeast ones and so kenny you're a pretty wide range kenny should have just answered that question for me because he did it again in less time than i did and he nailed it slayed it killed it yes saison saison okay so what's really funny is when you were asking me that question the last question that i actually had for kenny was very simply um it was, it was actually, I'm going to change it a little bit though, because if it was, if I was a beer, what am I? But you oh, answered I, that. I had to answer if what beer <laughs> yes. you would be. So yes, you would be a Saison. But you already answered that, so I'm changing because it. Because you're wild and gamey sometimes. I wild mean, and wild. gamey? <laughs> <laughs> Again. Not oh, wait, not a porn, porn podcast. Not podcast. a porn podcast. Not a porn podcast. Not a porn podcast. Not a porn podcast. Okay. So I'm changing it to if you were a beer, what, what would you be? If I were a beer... I really think it's hilarious, though, that those... What beer would I be? That those questions we both came up with without talking to each other. I think I would probably be, like, some sort of bourbon barrel-aged beer. But probably something not so 
bold as like a Russian Imperial Stout. Probably something more like a brown or ale that's rush that has kind of a barrel aging to it. Just because I like sometimes I'm a little I have a little character and I like get out there a little bit and get a little out there with my character. But I'm more kind of just a I have a strong a brown a strong malty backbone. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like I just have a strong base I think uh, and a straightforwardness to me most of the time but every now and again I got that little bit of bourbon-y sauciness to me that gets me a little crazy and starts taking me down that porn podcast route and <laughs> wait craft beer travel and adventure <laughs> <laughs> again your answer was like succinct like perfect like just down to it just the way you are and my answer was all over the place like all crazy which kind you of are like the way I am so the beer and the answers both matched. And I really think it's hilarious that both of our last two questions what were very similar. What beer would you have picked for me? What beer would I have picked for you? If you were saying what beer I was, because you said you were going to ask me what you, beer you were You already to me. answered it, so it's really hard for me to kind of change that based yeah, off of what you said. Is. Because you answered it quite nicely. Like that's, when you were answering it, the bourbon barrel, but more of a brown, you, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Oh, you got like one more. Okay, well, while we talk about what other, no, oh my gosh, do you see? Like, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about anymore. You threw me off with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston throws everybody <laughs> off, especially if you've seen We Are the Millers. Yeah, I actually There's like that dan- strip scene yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that strip scene too. Yeah. <sighs> you can just end on the floor if you'd like. Might have to right there because I can't get that image out of my mind right now. Her and Shakira. D- uh, don't do that to me. My <laughs> head will explode. My head will just explode okay. right now. Not a porn podcast. Wait. I we- know, but my head's going to explode. You, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, Shakira, Marissa Tomei. Oh, my God. Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since this is a not a porn podcast and it is a craft <laughs> beer travel and adventure and currently, well, we just kind of traveled through our brains, which is, I don't know, kind of scary. And it's also beer. Yeah, hopefully and, we didn't scare you off. And, 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 and <laughs> we, we still want to support beer. We want to throw a very oh, okay, thing, yeah. very um, important thing in at the end. So how do we support beer? Well, right now, I mean, it's really tough, you know. I mean, you can go to the, you know, the stores and buy stuff still when you go to the and pick up a six pack or whatever. It's not tough and because we spend no, so much I know, I know, money I know. at the stores. And, and that's a good way, but spend. but the breweries don't make a ton of money off of those sales. What's killing them right now is not having a tap room. And we spend so much money by going to the breweries. And that's what you're trying to get that's to. That's what I'm trying to get to is that, you know, they a lot of breweries nowadays make their money off of tap room sales and it's just not there anymore. At least right now, for a short time. And so we've been doing a lot of to-go orders, you know, from the breweries around here, which hopefully you guys all are in the places you are where you can maybe go pick stuff up and they'll just curbside delivery to you. Or or some of them, like in Colorado, you can have some of the breweries can deliver to your house. Yeah. Um, so that's a good way to do it. And another way is just to keep awareness out there. Um, we're involved with a good friend of ours, Aloe Galinsky, who's craft beer concierge. 
thecraftbeerconcierge.com. Thecraftbeerconcierge.com. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> but um, basically, Aloe started a, th- a thing called Drink the Story. Hashtag Drink the Story. Right. Hashtag Drink the Story. So a lot of us that are involved in that are are people who are in, like I guess, beer journalism and things like that. But you don't have to be. So if you want to just support your favorite breweries and stuff, post a picture online on on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and ha- use the hashtag drink the story, tag that brewery and just say something nice about why you appreciate that brewery and why you intend to go back to that brewery once you can go sit in their tap room or maybe maybe they first just open outside and you go sit outside and have a beer in their beer garden or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, just do a hashtag drink the story and, and support them. And join the Facebook campaign too. I'll put that link in the show notes too because you can also yeah. join the Facebook group. Yeah, there's a Facebook group for drink the hashtag drink the story and anybody can join that. And it's just it's just a good way to share the love for our brewery friends. And last but not least, um, there's another one that's called uh, drink, drink Local, local think think global. org. And they're kind of pivoting in the face of all this and doing something called um, hashtag. Well, it doesn't have to be hashtag, but this one's for you. Right. They normally raise money for clean drinking water around the world, but that's obviously a tough thing to do right now um, with all the limitations we have. And a lot of their partners are breweries. So they, as soon as they saw, oh, crap, this stuff is really going to hurt our brewery friends, they pivoted and started their fundraising now goes towards raising money just to help brewery employees. So only craft brewery employees are eligible for this. And anybody can donate. Go to drinklocalthinkglobal.org. I'll put it in the show notes. And you just click on the donate button and you can donate whatever you can, yeah. a few bucks or a lot of bucks, whatever you got. And that money is going to go directly to craft brewery employees who maybe have been laid off or maybe their hours have been cut super far back, whatever it is. And this is just to give them money to help them pay their bills, whatever they need to do. So Kenny so, could keep talking about this for probably okay. an entire other podcast episode. This is where I'm not succinct. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, remember the story I told you about him just smelling the beer when we we're just actually having dinner. Yeah, he could constantly always talk beer, which is a very, very great, fun thing, considering it's our lifestyle. <laughs> but yeah, just so, you know, those are a couple different ways, some things you can do to support craft beer, and you know, and just drink beer. And same thing with other small businesses out there, you know, a lot of coffee restaurants shops and stuff, restaurants, takeout to go and get the fuck outside too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, be smart and get outside. It's it's healthy to be outside, and you know, we got to be a little different right now, but that'll change eventually. And right now, we just need to take care of ourselves and take care of each other and. We'll be back at that brewery one of these days soon. Yes. I think I have a cheers. Do you have you a have cheers? A cheers? Yeah. No, I'll let you do the cheers. Okay. That's I think it's good. I think it's um cheers to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and Shakira. And Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Oh wait, we have to take a drink. Wait, drink. Okay, very good. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Yes. That's good. Even after all... Ratings, reviews, comments. We love it. Even after all this weirdness in this podcast. I hope you had fun. We had fun, actually. (laughs) I thought it was funny. So, yeah. With that... We already cheers. We already cheers. Okay. We cheersing again? Cheers again. Cheers. Till next time. 
We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.